Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the weekend and another edition of Housing Information You Can Trust from the Inside Outside, guys, with over 80 years of combined housing experience, anything, and we mean anything you need for your house, you're at the right show. How you doing, partner? I like that. You're at the right show. Doing well. Life is good, man. Life is summertime. It's summertime, summertime, summertime. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Some, some, summertime. And we are at the peak, aren't we? I mean, we are at the peak of the daylight right now in this state. And I think Monday is 21st, right? I try to think about that. (laughs) Why? It's a good day. I like December 21st. June 21st, I just kind of don't even think about it. Just let it go by. What are you talking about? Well, because that's that's me. The reality of it, you know, (laughs) of of, of what's actually happening after that. Yeah, Uh, you can't concentrate on the fact that the. Nights are going to come a little bit quicker, can you? Yeah, we're going to be losing daylight after that. So no, no, please. But no. the last two weeks and the next two weeks are going to be the highest or the the, the most daylight that we have. Um, and take advantage of it. Oh, absolutely. Take, I have been. I've been on my deck. I have been spending a lot of time outside mowing the lawn. Too. Nice moon last night. Yep, yep, yep. About a, that. just you over a half moon last night. The moon is. Uh, over the last several weeks, has been as close to the Earth as it gets, or yep. some. Yeah, they uh, they call it the supermoon. There, technical term is perigee syzygy. Oh, easy for you to say. But it was only two hundred twenty thousand miles away. Ish. (laughs) Hop, skip, and a jump. That's just so amazing to think about that. But beautiful sky last night, beautiful moon, beautiful evening. Man, we are blessed. Everybody take advantage of it. And we need a little bit of rain that we've got. We haven't got a ton of it, but we need whatever we're, we're, we're getting. So anyway, we got a full show scheduled for you today. We're going to have our friends from uh, Eastern Michigan Distributors on. They have uh, talk, you know, a lot of people are having a hard time getting material. Eastern Michigan Distributors is not having a hard time getting material material and then from noon to one today we got a special guest coming in correct yeah we do yep we're going to have Beauchamp water treatment come in which is going to be a lot of fun you and i talk about well this this week uh in the newspaper we talked about clean air yeah yep but clean air and clean air and uh, clean water are really two of the most fundamental things in our existence and if you don't have that in your home shame on you because they are critical to your health and well-being you know that the, the the article uh, came out yesterday in the Detroit News Home Style section. This is the time of year, and if you're paying any attention out west right now and the heat wave they're having out west, I had a friend of mine that lives in Phoenix um, post yesterday. It was 120 degrees, okay? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the look on your face, it's like when it's tw- minus 20 here in Michigan. Oh, yeah. They're a slave to their air conditioner this time of year like we are slaves to our furnaces in January and February. And they're locked up in their homes just like we're locked up in our homes that time of year. And believe it or not, you are going to breathe much better air outside. No matter how clean your house is, you're going to breathe better, healthier air outside. Unless you live where our oldest does. LA. You're right. You're right. You're right about that. You know yeah. I had to think for a second. Yeah. It is. It's disgusting to see the stuff that's in here all the time out oh, there that yeah. ends up on your car. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the article yesterday was so well, you know, well written um, because it talks about all the things in your home that, for lack of a better word, help taint the air or pollute the air inside of your home, and there are just a ton of them. More you know, than. I want to say 20-some years ago, uh, working with the Home Builders Institute in Washington, D.C., we had put together a class on clean air, basically, in, in homes, healthy air. 
Uh, and it was a one-day, eight-hour program, and uh, partnered at that time, the American Lung Association, who, as you well, well imagine, were really big on healthy air inside of homes. And it's fascinating to see how much of their data back then is, is still held, held true today right. and still very relevant. Right. Do you remember back in when we, I think it was when we first started the show, probably uh, 2000. Eights, give or take, the Chinese drywall issue that was oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, gosh, yes. And that was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, there was sulfur or something inside that drywall. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And it could degrade and off-gas and create an acid that could eat wires in the walls. And, exactly. Yeah. And here, here's what you, I remember you and I getting these emails of people that their, their, um, their silverware were starting to pit. They were starting to get rust spots on a lot of their metal surfaces. Yeah. And we were able to trace it back to when was your drywall installed. And can you imagine being told that you've got to remove your drywall? I mean, you've got enough stuff in the article <laughs> that off-gasses in your house. And, and next segment, you and I will talk about some of those. Yeah. But imagine bringing something in like that. And you have no idea when they put your walls up where the material comes from. I mean, even as a builder, I you know I subcontracted drywall all the time. Sure, services and materials, and they always you know they furnish their own materials and supplies. I, it would never have occurred to me to say, do you know what the origin of that drywall was? You know, was it the where US? was the Jimson mine from? <laughs> yeah, I mean, truly, it just wasn't something that you'd even think about as a builder, unless and until. You know these things happen. It's yeah, scary. Yeah, and and that Ooh. was just one more thing that was introduced back then. <sighs> that literally, I hate to say it this way, because it's not like you know they breathe the air and they fall over dead, but it poisons the air. It taints the air inside of an enclosed place. It's scary. It really is. It scary. is scary. And we we reminded people in the article as well that you know we are building houses tighter today. The law is requiring yes. it of us, so that just put you at higher risk if you have contaminated air in the house. Yeah, when we come back from break, we'll talk about some of the things that can off-gas in your house and why you want to be concerned about some more things. Maybe get rid of them, get them out of your house so you don't have to worry about it. In the meantime, Chuck, boy, there are a lot of roofs going up. We are getting emails for new roofs all the time. A lot time. of delayed projects for homeowners over the last 15, 20 years. They really are. And with everyone out there saving their money or having their savings, they're ready to get stuff done around their house. Yep. And when we get emails about what roofing contractors do we refer, we have a whole page of roofing contractors. We try to give them to you whatever geological area you're in. But one roofer that we love because he gives back so much to people that help him. Does a great job. Paul W. loves him. So do we. That's Victor's Roofing. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Inside Outside, guys. Don't forget, with over 80 years of combined housing experience, Chuck and I, the Inside Outside guys, can help you with any project, and we mean anything you need for your home 24-7 at theinsideoutsideguys.com. You know, you and I have a uh, friend that really cares about the air we breathe, a gentleman uh, whose studios Ken and I often use when we do the show, Mr. John Yinger, uh, did a really good thing for us in terms of our lungs he and did. comfort. He did. And uh, 
we're grateful for him, and so are one of our, is one of our team partners. Yeah. Word's getting around. He's, he, uh, he tried some new technology, didn't he? Yeah. God bless you, John. We appreciate it. i got to tell you, the building is more comfortable today, and I think the air is cleaner. I, I think it's I agree. actually cleaner. John, uh, the, the studio that we're in is a slab-on-grade building, and you've heard Chuck and I talk about a slab-on-grade building. There's no, there's no footings. There's just a big slab that this is poured on. And the duct system for, for the furnace is in the ground, and it comes up through the floor. And like most buildings, eventually those deteriorate. Those actually rust out. Um, and what happens is you start breathing unhealthy here. The water gets in there. The dirt gets in oh. there. And he had that new air conditioner put in this past year. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't cooling as efficiently as he wanted it to. It should have. It was a brand new unit, a good unit. And it's like, what's the problem? The problem was the air wasn't getting to where it needed to get to. So he called, John called, Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning. And they came in and they lined all the ducts in this building um, with the duct armor products. It is. And so I'll put cool. a picture of it on our Facebook page. Oh, good idea. Um, and... You can tell it's definitely cooler in here. Oh, no so, question. Yeah. It's funny you say that uh, because, you know, Ken always walks in at the very last minute and I get here early and plot and plan. <laughs> and I always go, what's that smell? I what is that? you, Chuck. <laughs> it's Chuck and his coffee. No. Anyway, we are, we're in a room. It's funny that almost all the time, as soon as you walk into it, it is warmer. Yep. And it gets hot when we're sitting here doing the show. Agreed. And, and today that wasn't the case. It's like, whoa, this is nice. Last weekend we had to turn the fan on in here, which we don't like doing because it could be background noise yeah. in, in the radio. But we don't, I don't think we'll need to do that anymore. So nope. Thank you, John. We appreciate so it. Thanks, John Yinger. Thanks to Amnesty. Thanks to their Duct Armor product. Uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, Donnie Cox, that broadcasts the show when Ken and I are here in another studio across the hall was here yesterday. He said Amnesty had eight guys. He said it was like hands on an anthill, man. Everybody knew what they were doing. Everybody's just, you know, focusing on their task at hand. And when they left, it was clean and nice and sealed ducks. Everyone's happy. Yep. We're, ha happy. we're, we're definitely happy. Including you and I. <laughs> hey, we're going to take your calls. Do you have any questions for us whatsoever? 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888 <laughs> We got an email this week, Chuck, from a gentleman who was concerned because he's starting to find nails. Um, he had a roof done, I think it was three, four years ago, yeah. and he's starting to find <laughs> nails around his property. Yeah. <laughs> and asking us if this is normal. He talked to his brother, his brother says, Oh, he still found na find nails every once in a while. It's perfectly normal. And our response to the gentleman is, no, it's not normal. There's only one reason you should find nails this many years later, and that's it. That people were lazy and they basically left them in their gutter. Yeah. Because once a roof's on, no nails should ever come off of that roof. Ever, ever, ever. So it's funny because we sent him that response and he sent us a response back saying, You guys were spot on. He went up and got a ladder and, and when he said it, it's like makes sense. The the what do you want to call it? Schmuck, what do you call it? The, oh, the granular. Yeah, it winds up being run just off a, from roof shingles, kind of accumulates in the bottom of gutters. A lot. slurry, nasty mess. Yeah, and a lot of roofing companies historically used what we call hand bangers instead of nail guns. And someone who's not good with hand bangers ends up dropping a lot of nails while they're doing the job, but those run down the roof, as Ken said, and they end up in the gutters. 
a good company ought to clean those out when they're done with the roof. But sometimes they don't. <laughs> you know what? And we always say it. You can do an absolutely beautiful job. I mean, you can do a beautiful job with someone's home, and they're thrilled. But if three years later they're finding nails, there goes your reference. If they have to do any cleanup whatsoever, there goes your reference. You just work 99% your butt off to fail at that last 1%. It's close to perfect. Yes. <laughs> but I love that. You know, he went up there and went, yep, that's exactly what it was. We're happy that it wasn't any nails. It took care of it and it wasn't an issue. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We're thrilled about that. But that's what we're here for, you know, for questions like that. You're not sure. You think it's normal. You think it might not be right. They're telling you it's right. You know it's not right. Give us a call. We'll help you out every time. Well, send us an email. I'm sorry. Um, next week, we're going to be writing about walkouts. And uh, windows in lower levels and those kinds of things. Uh, our good friend Chuck from uh, SPS, you know, that comes in and will actually install an egress window where you never had one or a walkout where you never had one. Um, but Ken and I have discovered over the course of the decades we've been in this business, gosh, we were sitting here telling, swapping stories this morning. A lot of builders still don't understand what needs to be done when a walkout is placed in a basement. I'm glad you brought this up. Are you? Yeah, I am. I am because everyone likes the idea of a walkout. I mean, you like the idea you just walk right to your back. They were, it was kind of like the skylight thing for several decades, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Want to walk out? Want to walk out? Wanna, why? Everybody's got one. Or, 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 or I think it'd be cool. Or, or, you know. First of all, one of the stories we've swapped before, but we did again this morning, when I used to sell houses and when Ken was selling remodeling, we would run into a lot of women that said, I do not want to walk out. And, of course, if you're a smart person, you always go, why? Now, I don't care, but I want to know why. I want to know what you're thinking. And invariably, we heard, because people can break in through a walkout. Mm -hmm. I want windows in my basement, but I do not want a door. And I want to know if I've got kids that they've got to come and go through a doorway. And it was interesting. This, this line of thinking would invariably follow with moms and even single women. Yeah. Don't yeah. want it. Right. right. And then you get someone that demands it in a, in a place where it shouldn't be built in the first place, and that's where you got to make sure you got a builder that will, A, either say, we aren't doing it. This will never be a good thing in Michigan. <laughs> you showed me a picture this morning of, of the classic walkout that should not exist. Is yeah. that a way to put it? And this is a customer that it was an add-on. The house had been there for many, many years, and they decided they want a walkout. So they, in essence, built a little pool outside the basement wall, right? Dug yep. down, Yep. built a little pool with a drain in it, and, uh, and then installed a door and then steps up to the grade. <laughs> it's like... Why? <laughs> Why? Why, yeah. First of all, it's a ton of money if it's done properly. And even if it's done properly, it's an invitation to grief for roughly the same reason that Ken and I will tell you every roof can at some point get an ice dam. Every walkout that exists where it should not exist is likely to have a flood at some point because ice will build up then water will accumulate. And where's it going to go? Into your house. And, 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 you know, when Chuck mentioned a minute ago, a house that shouldn't have a walkout. If you're on a flat piece of property, you should not have a walkout. If your dream is to build a house with a walkout, make sure you buy a, a lot that has a, a, a sloping grade on it in the backyard. Yeah. Period. Or you can build the house high enough and then create 
a sloping surface. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and obviously there aren't, you can't do that everywhere. Yeah, but if you try to fit one in where it doesn't belong, you're just shame, asking shame, for trouble, shame, Sergeant. We're going to continue this <laughs> continue this conversation. We get back from break and take your calls at eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Thinking about new windows? I just think about the walkout in, in the basement windows, too. You want secure windows, safe windows, properly installed, that you'll never have to worry about maintenance issues on. And we got a company for that. Yeah, and all that, Chuck, with a lifetime guarantee. Yeah. So throw a ball through it. Wife throws a shoe at you and misses, whatever it may be, they'll come back and replace that glass. And, of course, we're talking about who, Chuck? Got to be Window World. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us on this Saturday morning. We've uh, got a couple things going on today. We're going to be talking with one of our trusted partners, Eastern Michigan Distributors, here in just a second. And I also want to remind you that from 12 to 1 today, we're going to be talking with Jared Beauchamp from Beauchamp Water Treatment. So that's going to be interesting, very interesting and enlightening. It's it's a lot of great information. Like the article said, you are what you absorb. That comes to air and water. We'll be talking with Jared about that from noon to 1 today. In the meantime, let's real quick, let's talk to Lou in Ann Arbor about a sump pump question. Good morning, Lou. You're on with the guys. Good morning, guys. Question on a sump pump. Um, there is a rubber cover for that area, um, and then it's got a U-shaped cutout where the pipe comes through. Should this cover be totally closed up around that pipe? Because what I'm concerned about with this U-shaped area is radon coming in or rodents coming in? I uh, wanted to get your take on it. How is the, Are they all like that, the cover for the sump pump? Well, we could basically say, yes, have a good day. <laughs> thing is, you can buy either one. And whoever bought yours bought the one that they uh, had to cut out there for the pipe and, and weren't concerned about sealing it for radon or critters or anything else. You can probably, uh, it's very likely that's a stock size crock you've got and likely can go mm-hmm. get just a top for it. Or, like, because you're in Ann Arbor, you're right to be a little considerate about radon. That's the area where it all Possibility, starts. Possibility, yeah. Um, just get some t- duct tape. You could just duct tape the rest of that U shut, maybe put, put a little foam around the pipe and and... That's it. Yeah, you know, there's gasketing material they make that, you know, we use to stick on around windows and stick on around doors and a million other places. And if you were to lift that cover up and place some of that gasketing material around the top edge of the crock before you put the top back down, you will then provide a seal around the crock and the lid. And then, of course, that place where the pipe comes up, like Ken suggested, you'll want to seal as well. And then you should eliminate any concerns. I see. So duct tape and some of that seal you're talking about. Um, now, is am I correct that rodents can come through that uh, area, uh, or am I not? Not in Ann Arbor. <laughs> not in Ann Arbor. That's funny. No? You know, if, if, you're, if your weep okay. tile were dry for a sustained period of time and you had something that really burrowed down deep or someone had run a pipe from a gutter above down to your weep tile... Right. 
then sure, you could get critters down there. But generally speaking, a that's not a likely man. place for them to come in, and that's that's probably the least of your concerns. Humidity, radon, as you said, would be your bigger concerns. Biggest concern. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. I And I know that you guys like to hear um, uh, when we take advantage of your recommendation and it worked out. Um, I had a problem with a, a, not a problem, a door to be installed. I bought the door, but I wanted a, 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 somebody to put it in, and they didn't want to do that. They only want to sell their own door. Anyhow, make a long story short, one of you suggested door doctor, and it really was, he, they really were terrific, and, uh, and you had recommended them, so just thought I'd mention that. Thank Excellent. you, Lou. That means a lot to us. Thank you so much, Lou. We okay. appreciate it very much. You're right. We do love to hear that. God bless you. All right. Speaking of team partners, trusted team partners, we've had uh, Eastern Michigan Distributors, a team partner for the last few years. They have been taking great care of our listeners. And right now we have Adam Careless from Eastern Michigan Distributors on with us. And we're going to talk a little bit about some DIY stuff. How you doing, Adam? Hey, morning, guys. How are you? We are blessed, sir. How's business uh, for Eastern Michigan Distributors? Uh, things have still been kicking. We're we're had a banner year last year, and uh, it's going the same way this year. So, really good. And we we did a remote from uh, the Southfield location last year, which was a lot of fun. Met a lot of your suppliers and salespeople. You guys have oh, a yeah. very type ship and a very friendly organization. And what I mean by that is, first of all, as soon as you walk in the door, it's hi, how you doing? Very friendly, but. Everyone that works for you is in a good mood. I mean, everyone I've ever met at your locations just have a smile on their face. They seem very happy working for you guys. You guys always have the feel to me, and this is a high compliment, believe me, of the old lumberyard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It smells like it, it looks like it, and you feel like (laughs) it with the people. So I I hope you can accept that as a compliment it's intended to be. Absolutely, and I think that's what keeps our customers coming back because, I mean, we... We treat them, we, we know probably 90% of them by name, and, and we've known them that way for, for years, so it's, uh, it's a good deal. Adam, tell us a little bit about Eastern Michigan Distributors, the history of Eastern Michigan Distributors. We know it's a family-run business that goes back a long way. Tell um, our listeners a story, please. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, Mike, the owner of the company, he worked there in, in the 70s. And uh, the, it was still called Eastern Michigan Distributors, and uh, the company went bankrupt. He was there. He was uh, the accountant, and once they went bankrupt, he decided to buy the company, and uh, went through some hard some hard years through the '70s and '80s. But um, just keeps getting better and better after that. And uh, his his daughter is now the accountant, and Jake is the general manager, part part owners, and. Uh, Diana's, Diana's son, Mark, runs the Southfield branch, and I grew up with Mark, so I've known the family forever, and I run the Mount Elliott branch. That is really cool, and I'm telling you, that's what Ken and I call a high-touch business, where mm-hmm. the people that have been there and own it and run it are the ones you're likely to interact with on a daily basis. That kind of so like cool. the cheers of the building industry. When people <laughs> walk in, you know, hey, no, I, mean, I like that. 
everyone, <laughs> everyone knows everybody. Yeah, that's right. So remind our, our listeners what Eastern Michigan distributors can do for them on a day-to-day basis, please. Um, I mean, if you have any, mainly we sell roofing, but we sell roofing, siding, lumber, gutters. So, I mean, if you're having trouble with your roof, you can give us a call and we can get you in touch with somebody that can come out and take a look at it. An expert that can give you the best advice, whether you want to hire them or come in and do it yourself, you can come in and anybody can come in and place an order and we can give them the best advice we can. And and if someone comes, someone's doing their roof or they got... uh... You know, we we warn against this, but they got a friend who's doing the roof. You guys can do rooftop deliveries where you can just drop all the shingles right on top of their roof, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. We have multiple trucks that that can do that, and usually it's usually next day delivery is is usually available. So we've got a pretty quick turnaround. Wow. How about flat roof uh, coatings, those types of things? Because there's a lot of businesses out there that need you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. We do a lot of commercial as well. Yep, and whether it be the EPDM uh, rubber flat roofs, the modified torch downs or coatings. We, we carry it all at both locations. 800-921-2190. If somebody has a question, they want to know if you carry a certain material, they can just give you a call and, and you'll let them know. Do you guys, um, you do also a lot of gutters, um, a lot of gutter downspouts, a lot of industrial stuff like that as well? Yep, yeah, we sell commercial and residential uh, gutter systems and downspouts. And it's funny, a product that Ken and I recommend to a lot of homeowners, chimney covers and screens. Oh, goodness, yeah. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, we go through them pretty quickly. Uh, Do you? Yeah, we, we sell all, all different sizes, yep. So a question we're asking everybody, like like Eastern Michigan distributors, are you able to get materials today? Good. It's not easy, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> and most of, the cu- <laughs> most of the customers are kind of, they know what's going on, so they're, they, they don't get all mad at you or anything for not having something in stock but um we're doing the best we can with our shingle suppliers and trucks are slowly trickling in but yeah it's never been this way before um you know before somebody would come in and ask for a certain color or something you never had to think twice about it you just like you always knew you had it in stock but now it's uh it's always a crapshoot. You never know. Got to check. Adam, if an uneducated, uh, never-done-a-roof-before homeowner walks in, can you take care of them? Absolutely, yeah. I, do, I deal with it day in and day out. Yeah, I try to walk them through the steps and uh, get them to where they need to be. And, and Adam, is some idea is a lot of houses in southeast Michigan and a lot of businesses that have the flat roofs, but they may not be able to afford to put a whole new roof on. Can you kind of point them in the right directions on what kind of um, coatings or systems you have that can temporarily patch that stuff up? Yeah, there's uh, multiple different coatings that we have, all different price levels, depending on what they uh, are able to afford. and. And the more expensive you go, the the better it's going to be. But yeah, we can we can help them through that as well. Well, everyone needs to check out EasternMichiganDistributors.com. Talk to um, Adam if you need it; they have it. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, Adam. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll continue seeing the praises of Eastern Michigan Distributors. Thanks, Adam. We appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good Father's Day weekend. God you bless too, you, you too. God bless. Speaking of fathers, we got a couple of new fathers who own this company. They do great work. Once again, Paul W. Smith recommends, and we're talking about 
Motor City floors and coatings. Hey everybody, we really appreciate you. We also appreciate uh, Adam Carlos from uh, Eastern Michigan Distributors for taking the time out of his day to come on with us. want to remind everybody they have two locations to serve you in Detroit. They're at 5140 Mount Elliott. And then in Southfield, they're over on West 8 Mile at uh, 19240 West 8 Mile. It really is the, the cheers of the building. I thought the, you did good with that. Yeah, it really is. Say it's, it again. It really is the cheers of the uh, the building industry in Southeast Michigan. You walk in, everyone knows your name. It's just a very, very friendly place to I go. I mean, if, if, if you're not a person that goes into the old lumber yards and supply stores like that, um, you, you know, we mentioned the Mich- Michigan lumbers and the Grosbeck lumbers and the Mann's lumbers and the, where it is, it's just a, it's, the smell is, 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 to someone like us, it's like candy. Well, you know, you, you and I, we'd wake up in the morning and we'd plan out our day. And a lot of times they are very stressful, very long days where we didn't want to get out of bed. But one of the things we never, um, hated was walking into the lumber yard. Oh no. Because it was always so friendly and it was, and they did Us. know your they, name. Yeah, they did you know your name. You mentioned the Cheers analogy. They did, you know. And, you know, say what you will, that little ego stroke, you know, Chuck, how you doing? Ken, how you doing this morning? How's And, and they'll know what jobs you're working yeah. on, obviously, because they're shipping to your jobs. Yep. yep. Uh, it's just, it, it's a good thing. It, it, it's it's one of those that makes the industry, again, a high-touch industry on the pra- practitioner side, if you will. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Phone lines are open, and we're going to talk to Paul in Commerce Township. Good morning, Paul. You're on with the Inside Outside guys on WJR. Hi. Hi, Paul. Hi. How can we help you, sir? Okay. Oh, why don't you use the regular JR phone number? Everybody knows that one. Well, and sir, we've had we've we've had this phone number for the last eleven years, and everyone knows it as our number, and it goes wherever we go, and. Uh, Everyone can still call the JR number and get through to us. Yeah, as well. if you want to use the regular JR number, you are welcome to use that. So yes, that's sir. the one, like Ken, you've got written on your hand with that ink pen. Use it. <laughs> yes, that's no problem. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. This duck wing Sorry about thing, that. Or uh, coating thing you were talking about a little earlier. The coating, you mean in, in the duct armor, sir? Is that what you're referring to? No. Hell. Yes. Is, that, Are, is your house? So, is, does it go on uh, both the high side, uh, you know, where the warm air is coming out of the furnace uh, and the return air? Yeah, the duct armor typically would go in any floor duct, whether it's supply or return air. It would all be sealed. If it's in the floor, they'll use that product in it. Yes. Turn air. Uh, my hot air is on the floor. Uh, okay. But my return air is up near the ceiling on the on the walls. They have a different product to seal 
the ducts that are above the floor with that Ken and I have talked about many times, but those should also be sealed. So the duct armor would be used under the concrete in the floor, and uh, their other duct sealing product would be used for anything that is not down in the ground. Okay. Yeah, MSC does them both. None of them are uh, underground. The, the, uh, it's a three-bedroom ranch house with a family room on the back, and uh, there, there's a basement. Oh, okay. The major part of the house, but not the family room. The family room is built on a uh, concrete floor. Okay. But so the has, ones in, under has, the family room floor would get duct armor. Every other duct in that house would get a different duct sealing product, but all of them would come from Amnesty. That help you? The AeroSeal product would go on everything that's not under the slab. Under the slab would be a duct armor product. So they do great work. But what's their phone number? 877. We jumping in too fast? Do you have an ink pen? Yeah, eight seven seven. <laughs> Three four nine. Three four nine. Eight eight seven seven. Eight eight seven seven. And where are they located? They're over on Grand River in Novi, but they travel throughout the state of Michigan. They're they're a wonderful company. Ken and I can't talk highly enough about them. Okay. Thank you for the call, Paul. We greatly appreciate it. So, Thank you. Now, we can't say enough about amnesty. I tell you what, if you, this weekend's article, you know, talking about what you, what you breathe, if you were to stick your head into your air duct system, you would not like what you see or any kind of camera in there. <laughs> and, and, and when this first came around, you and I like, oh, is this really necessary? And, and now, it, yes, getting your air ducts clean is 100% necessary unless you want to just keep, imagine this. Just take a straw everywhere you go and don't clean it between your drinks. It's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, the duct systems are dirty, and the dirt just keeps on increasing in those duct systems until they're clean and then sanitized and then possibly sealed. You get a sealed duct system, your worries are over. I know it. Agreed? We have seen it has just been a wonderful scientific advancement that, that Ken and I really, really, really believe in. So now that's your air. You got to be careful. You know, in the article yesterday, it starts off with "You are what you absorb," and that's your air. Coming up between noon and one, we're going to be talking about your water. Okay, you and might you might be absorbing from a different place in your body. <laughs> exactly, and there are many places around Southeast Michigan where you don't want to drink the water. Well, one thing I love about Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. Is when I first met Jared, he said, Ken, people on Detroit City Water, they really don't need me. Their their water is in such great shape. It's one of the best in the country. A loving professional says, you don't need what I sell. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Jared from uh, Jared Beauchamp will be coming up between noon and 1 with the Inside Outside Guys bonus hour. In the meantime, we have another hour for just you, the listeners. 888-654-GUYS. Equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven, or the JR number, right? Exactly. Eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. That's it, buddy. That's it. And if you know it. 
feel free to use it. And Ken and I were chatting about walkouts. Um, I, you know, I would challenge people. How many of you have a walkout in your home, a walkout basement, and you use it on a regular basis? I Statistically, we get, no, don't use it. Now, that's not to say some of you out there don't have one that you use a lot, but it's, it's not what you think. I have a walkout basement, and I wish I didn't. Yeah, isn't that funny? I never. Beautiful home, beautiful lot, beautiful views outside of, you know, your home, and yet you don't even use the one you've got. Now, above it, my deck where my kitchen sliding door is, right. I walk out every day. I know it. But my walk out below my deck is dark, dank, and damp. Why would I walk out there? Why would I walk out there? And you're not using the, the rooms down there such that they become, you know, an access point for you to come and go outside all the time. If I didn't have the deck above, well, then, yeah, I'd be sitting on that patio below and getting the sun. But the deck blocks all that sun. It makes everything hold down there. And I actually, I have actually, after storms, put box fans down there to get the air moving because oh, I, I don't. Why were you telling me that? I don't want, want it to uh, deteriorate over time. Listen. Normally, we just have another hour left. We actually have a, another two hours left, and uh, we're going to be coming up with the bonus hour between noon and one. In the meantime, Chuck. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Hearing a lot about generators. Boy, generators all of a sudden have really taken a That's jump. A big storms pushed through Michigan in the last 10 days. Yeah, make sure you always have power, and to do that, you want to call the professionals at Bratcher Electric. Good morning and welcome back to the second of three hours of the Inside Outside Guys this Saturday for you. Don't forget, between noon and one, we're going to have Jared Beauchamp from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions helping make sure that you drink healthy water in your homes at all times. We have a, a, a loaded uh, phone line, so let's get to it right away. Let's talk to Alan from Harsons Island. Good morning, Alan. You are on with the guys. Good morning. Uh, I've got an unusual problem in that I have a, an exhaust fan over the stove that only operates with a remote control, push-button type thing. Uh, in the last two weeks, it's turned on three or four or five different times. Uh, when I didn't turn it on, we'd come in from outside and it'd be on. So I took the batteries out of the remote control, figuring that was causing it. It didn't do any good. It just started up again the other day. So, what do I do? Could it be somebody's garage door opener that they had newly installed or what? Yeah, I mean, it could be something like that. Do you have any fans or do your neighbors have any fans that are remote controlled that you're aware of? Not, you know, I'd have to go to each house and find out. Okay. Because the problem, it's funny you mentioned the garage doors because those tend to be a, a random cycling frequency now to avoid the, you know, the theft issues that were occurring a few decades ago. But we're starting to see that mm -hmm. with houses where uh, Chuck and Ken go out and buy four fans, each of them a remote control, install them in four different rooms in the house, 
and suddenly the one you think you are operating in the living room, you push the remote, and the one in the bedroom at the end of the hallway goes on. Yeah. I would have, if it's me, I'm going to have somebody like Bratcher Electric out there uh, and have them take a look at that and just make sure that you're not gaining. They, they can they can find out and discover the source of any interference. And then hopefully the unit you've got can be programmed to isolate it from that interference by an electrician. Okay, well, thank you very much for your help, and you guys have a great day, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Let us know what goes on with that, will you? That's a crazy problem. I've it been is. there. Thank you so much for your call, Alan. All right, next let's talk to Vince in Rosedale. Good morning, Vince. You're on with the guys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. What's All going right. on, buddy? This is what I got. I need a referral. Okay, um, doing a historical restoration um, on a job um, over in South Lyon, Michigan. Okay, and I'm duplicating the front porch off of a home that was 18, 1870. Okay, but the only difference is instead of doing it all in wood, we're going to do it all in PVC, Azac, beadboard, wrap six by sixes, the whole nine yards. But I'm going to make it look like the original porch was done. The only hang-up that I've got is there are little decorative uh, medallions. I guess the best way to call them is medallions, okay? One, sure. um, it's a 6x6, six six, and the other one is a 6x8. Six the 6x6 the, the six six goes up on top, the 6x8 goes up underneath, and it's a decorative piece of trim that was made back in period, okay? Yep. What I need, and I will go ahead and cut the blocks of Azac. I need a referral of somebody that has a CNC machine that does this kind of work where I can drop off these blocks. And I've even got the templates. I took off the other ones off the old porch to give them. And I need to have them duplicated. So when I finish the porch, I can put them back on the very, very tops of the 6 by 6s to match what's already there. Is sure. there any number that you can give me of somebody that does... CNC woodworking, but it's going to be out of Azac, half-inch Azac. Let, let us suggest to you, first of all, are you familiar with the company called Fipon, F-Y-P-O-N? You mentioned the beadboard you're looking at and some other plinth blocks. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've already got, got all that stuff. I just need to have these blocks duplicated. I don't think Fipon's going to be... I just I'm looking for like a local guy like that has a CNC machine that you know, works in woodworking to where I can give we, him. We understand. Block. Yeah, we understand what you're asking. Well, the question yep. we asked had Fipon might just have that product in a vinyl plastic. So I would look there first. All right. And if if they can't, only thing we could think of is someplace like a um, man's lumber and millworks. Maybe yeah. they could do something because they work with a lot of the uh, composite decking stuff. As exactly. Too. So and they, they would have access. Good. Or Fipon actually might. But I would look. Um, we used to have the, the paper version of the Fipon catalog. And they they their whole shtick was that they made all of that stuff from uh, historic uh, preservation buildings out of vinyls and plastics. Uh, we did some houses with it and bought the old dental work and, and the beadboard you're talking about that was vented for soffit and mm -hmm. several of the products like that from them, fluted trims, you name it. 
So I would check them first. F Y phone number. P O N. I do not. I, we could look one up. But yeah, again, the website. Yeah, F Evan Frank Y P O N Fipon. Okay. Yeah, I used to have this problem solved. Okay, I used to do fingerly yeah. lumber. I would go over to Bradburn. I would give, bring him in either I, if we did like right there in Ann Arbor, if there was a fire job or something, we would cut yes. a chunk of the stairway off. I'd bring it into him. They'd bake my knives. Three weeks, four, six, three to six weeks later, I would have a brand new stair rail done. I yeah. never had the problem, but they're gone now. I do think Ken's suggestion, man's lumber, could handle that for you as well because they've kind of taken over that niche, if you will. Uh, okay. locally for you guys. Up in Flint, it'd be Michigan Lumber, and there's several throughout the state. Try yeah. Man's now, Lumber me, as well. Let me ask you this. Do you but think but we have to go, but we're up against, we have to, against the clock, we have to go. If you want to hold on during the um, during the break, we'd be happy to get back, back with you, my friend, okay? Right, in the meantime, thank you. thank you. Thank you. In the meantime, you're thinking about getting the AC checked, make sure that you have cool, cool, cool AC for the rest of the summer, and any electrical, any electrical, we want you to call Royal Oak Heating, Cooling, Electrical. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us on this Saturday morning edition of Housing and Lifestyle Information You Can Trust. Simply want to remind you during the week, if you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding housing or any building of any kind, you know, you're doing uh, retaining walls, you're doing a commercial construction, uh, an unusual type of construction that you're not at all familiar with as, a, as an owner before you buy into it. Give us an email, insideoutsideguys.com, ask us about it, and we will get you honest information in response to that. Every time. All right, let's go to the phone next and talk to Richard from Macomb. Good morning, Richard. On with the guys. Good morning. Yes, I have a uh, hot water tank that's been in our unit since uh, 2004. We only use it about half a year. We're out of the area for the other half. And I noticed when I was downstairs about a week ago, it was when the hot water was running, it was gurgling. And it's never been drained. And I'm wondering whether the sediment at the bottom is causing it like to boil or something like that. Probably. Well, probably a new one. How, how old is the unit? Oh, four. Oh, four. Oh, four. Yeah. Yeah, it's time for a new one. Yeah. Well, but if you don't use it, it may not be. <laughs> I mean, here's my, my question to you, and actually, I know you ask people, does it still give you the hot water you want when you want it? Yes. What the heck? 
Yeah, it is, it's most likely a sediment. You're right about that, Chuck. Yeah, I mean, I mean really? uh, the average lifespan of a hot water heater is 11 years, so you have more than got that. But like Chuck said, if it's in a basement in a utility room that's a basement, that's a concrete floor, that if it does start to leak, isn't going to hurt anything. So when you discover it, you just replace it. That's kind of your choice, right, Chuck? Yeah, you drain it when you leave, which you should do with even a brand new one if you're gone for six months. Uh, so anyway... Hopefully that helps you with the question, but it is. It's sediment buildup, and it's, you know, it's expanding water and air when that thing fires up, and you hear the popping and the gurgling. But if you have the flow and the uh, volume that you want, I'd say leave it alone. Makes sense, Richard? Question to that. Oh. While we're gone, Ken, you just turn the, hot, the uh, water going into the tank off. Would that cause any problems and shut the pilot off? You certainly can, and that would not cause a problem. Um, the longer you let water sit in there, it's even like gas in a carburetor. Sediments, you know, you'll, you'll get the sediments uh, occurring. So theoretically, if you okay. drained it, you're not going to have as many sediments. Uh, but, yeah, if you just shut it off, both the pilot and the uh, water supply, then that's fine, too. I'm just wondering what that said of it. It might come out like molasses or something, or maybe not even come out at all. Actually, it probably wouldn't come out at all. Yeah. It's probably a hard calcium and, and other minerals. Calcium and rust all mixed together yeah. and then boiled to a hard uh, shell. So We've saw cut yeah. some of those old units, and you look inside them, and you go, whoa, that ain't good looking. I'm drinking that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it is. It's suspended minerals, and they're probably baked on. Okay, All right. Do you recommend any particular brands or anything like that? We used to. to uh, now we recommend installers because we found out that, you know, there's very few manufacturers and there's a whole lot of different brand names that are just attached to the different units. So Ken and I go to go to mm -hmm. the professionals all the time with furnaces, refrigerators, water heaters and go, okay, what are you having great luck with out in the field, in yeah, real and, use. And when it comes to appliances, remember a hot water heater, a furnace, an AC unit, those are appliances. And nowadays, to expand on what Chuck said, they all go down one assembly line, and one day they may put this logo on it. The next day they may put this logo on it. That's why we can't say buy this product anymore. The installer is the most okay. important There's thing. There's very few. Yeah, so I would literally, we're going to, I'm going to talk to a plumber I trust, like water workers, Z plumbers, and say, what do you recommend, guys? What will you warranty for me? Yeah. Okay. And how about a ballpark price to have somebody install it? Sir, Chuck and I have made a policy years ago. We don't we don't talk pricing because it's an ever moving target. Well, in this economy, especially in this economy. yeah. And from Chuck and I both being salespeople over the years, I learned this twenty years ago because you tell someone, okay, ballpark five hundred dollars. If you're wrong and it winds up being five hundred one dollars, they're not happy. People are angry. Yeah. So we don't we don't ever go out prices. Thank you so much for your call, Richard. Good luck with it. We greatly appreciate it. Let's let's go to Sal. Um, in Lennox. Good morning, Sal. You're on with the guys. Good morning. I have a walk-up basement. In 97, I designed the house, and I got a 3,000-square-foot range. I extended the basement walls 20 feet behind the house, and I put up a solarium into it. 
And uh, I got a door wall, and I got an entrance door, plus an exit door from the solarium. And I got two balconies on the upstairs that go into the solarium. And I got a 15-foot fig tree growing inside the solarium. Wow, sounds beautiful. And I got geothermal system and all electric home. Wow. Wow, good for you, Sal. That sounds like you've uh, taken all the... All the new uh, technology and introduced it into your house. So with the with the walkout well, basement, you're go ahead. Now I'm 84 years old, and uh, with the 28 acres, I can't handle this no more. <laughs> we we 100 percent get that, sir. Thank you so much for your call. We have to go to break. Hey, hopefully, when Sal need new countertops, Chuck, whether it's for their bathroom or their kitchen. They go to one of our wonderful team partners, right? I know. If you want beautiful hard surface countertops, uh, almost any hard surface that, that you can make up or think of, we've got one source. You go to their place, you pick out the slab, they can take that exact slab and put it anywhere you want it. That company is Granite Source of Michigan. Eight 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 six five nine, or is that we're not six five four? Jeez, eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Well, you said no when I said six five four, and go wait. I thought it was. Yeah, I wrote. I was thinking eight five nine, the old, the old JR number there. Eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Hey Chuck, how many numbers in the alphabet? How many numbers in the alphabet? Hmm, let me think about that. How many consonants? <laughs> consonants. <laughs> You're good, buddy. You're good. I, f I figured while you were a little confused right there, I could get you, but I guess not. Normally, you'd be able to get me real easy, so I got lucky. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, we've knocked out some calls, so the phone lines are open. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We're going to talk to very patient Dora from Milford. Good morning, Dora. You're on with the guys. Is Dora still with us? Well, I'm guess I'm guessing not. So Apparently Dora wasn't not. as patient as I thought she was. Wow, I know you complimented her so well. I know we apologize, Dora. Eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Give us a call. Hey, can I give a shout out? A no. nephew of mine uh, had his last full day of active duty after twenty three years in the United States Marine Corps this past week. Master Sergeant Ryan Flynn. Thank you. Retired. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Great How kid. awesome is that? Wow. Good dad, good family man. He truly is. Is he coming back to Michigan? Uh, no, they're going to go to Greenville, South Carolina, is it? Okay. And uh, probably work in a military-related job. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, 20, I mean, this kid was just a working fool took it seriously, and yet he maintained his humility. It's funny. I sent him a text on his last day, 
And here's the kind of kid he is. You see the picture, right? Military, uh, Master Sergeant, Dressed right? Blues, USMC, okay. blah, blah, blah. And he's a tough kid. I get back, thank you so much, Uncle Chunk. I love you. It's like, whoa. Your heart just melts. Like, yeah, that, that's coming from a young man. You know, my nephew, he just that's had cool. his, his third anniversary, and I, you know, I'm proud of you, son, blah, blah, blah. And thank you, Uncle Ken. Coming from you, that means so much. I love you. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. That is so cool that, uh, that these young men can say that, you know, that they have confidence enough to say that and express it and still be the men that they are. Well, you know, your dad, my dad. Big boys didn't hug. Big boys didn't cry. Big boys didn't say I love you. You and I, bud, we changed that. Yeah. We changed that. It's a cool thing. It is. 888-654-GUYS. Let's talk to, oh, I've got a Clarkson story when we're done with this. Let's talk to Steve in Clarkson. Good morning, Steve. You're on with the guys. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just had a question about my uh, AC and furnace. I'm going to be replacing it here, and I've had three different quotes, and I've gotten kind of three different stories about the AC unit. Uh, One person is telling me that they're quoting a two-stage unit. The other person said that I should have a five-stage unit, and the other person said they have a modulating system that has 65 and this is the first time I've ever replaced an AC unit. I just wanted to find out what I should be kind of looking for. Get a window <laughs> unit. <laughs> <laughs> Open the windows. Yeah, boy. We do like the multi-stage uh, modulating units. I mean, one that can give you variable speed and operation. We really do. As to you know, okay. do you need uh, you know two stages or do you need five variable settings or sixty-five? I really don't believe you do. In ninety-nine point nine percent of the applications, you're going to have an installation like this done. Uh, to me, gotcha. if it's properly designed and installed, and that includes the duct layout and, and install as well. Uh, generally, two speeds, two operating speeds, is going to be enough for any household out there. Uh, okay. Other things you can do, obviously, you know, good insulation in the house. In our article this this week, we talk about it's better for an air conditioner to run for two straight hours than it is to cycle four times in three hours, you know, because you're counting on dehumidification and longer run times provide better dehumidification. Um, if you can ramp okay. down so you're still running and providing dehumidification, but you're doing it at a lower volume, lower velocity, that's a great thing for comfort and efficiency. Okay. All does right. that help or and no? One last question. Uh, yeah, it absolutely does. The, I, I think every uh, every unit they're quoting me is quality, but the, the two I'm looking at, one is a carrier system. The carrier, I think it's uh, Infinity Line, and the other one's a Lennox Elite. Do you guys have a, a, a favorite that you recommend? They both have a great reputation. Here's what Ken and I default to. It's kind of like the caller we had a few minutes ago with the water heater. We really, really default today to the installing company. Um, I know it sounds, this is going to sound really commercial, but one of the reasons that we refer the people we do is because they have written warranty for labor and materials no matter what badge or name is on that unit. And they are a what they call a first-person company. In other words, if you have a problem when that gets installed a year from now, you don't have to call a factory and hope you can find somebody. You call the installer, and they take care of the issue. Now, here's one piece of advice I'm going to give to a lot of people out there. 
Once you get this done, it is going to be the responsibility of the installing company to send your warranty information into that company. Now, you may have to fill out a piece of paper and give it back to them. But I want to make sure everyone out there receives something back from that installing company saying that they sent that information into the company. Yeah, the good companies because do it. Because they do, yeah. but there are many companies that people think they'll have warranty, and yeah, the co- you'll call them and they'll say, well, they never sent the information in. Right. So that's very important to anyone listening. Gotcha. So if... if Great advice. Thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. You know, our, our belief with these things is if the referral didn't come from us, you got to be careful with the referral. 100%. Yeah. Well, who would you recommend for uh, HVAC in, or in Clarkson area? Well, in Clarkson, I tell you what, um, Royal Oak Heating, Cooling, Electrical, they've got a couple of guys that live right up in the Clarkson area, and, and they're a great company, um, and they're right by you. You also have Oak Electric up there that uh, that services as well. So either one of those companies we, we very much like. I'll give them a call. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks, touch, Steve. Please. Greatly appreciate it. All right, we have Dora back from Milford. Good morning, Dora. You're on with the guys. I'm laughing. It's so funny. You guys are the best. Okay, don't mind my voice. I have bad allergies right now. So last year, my husband heard you guys say, when you run your air conditioner, leave on auto fan to keep the house circulating. I live in a townhouse. Does that, because I argue with him all the time, does that make your Edison bill go up higher? Yep. When you leave the auto Uh, fan on? (laughs) <laughs> yes. However, it's going to go up higher if it keeps. It's going to be even higher if it keeps turning on and off and on and off. And, uh, and, and literally, I, okay. over a month, if you leave it on, you may be talking five more bucks a month. Yeah, it, it, it might yeah. be depending on how you're oriented, how your house sits to the sun, and Good how point. it's insulated, right. and where the windows are. You might right. just need to do it like on the two or three hottest days of the year. Right. So but not everybody. I live in a townhouse, and we keep all the blinds down and stuff when we're gone during the day. And okay, I work in a perfect. shop, and I need I need I need air conditioning when I get home and cool. Me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. you but, what? But you're doing everything right. Um, keeping those okay. blinds. People don't understand. Keeping those blinds down during the day yeah. makes such a huge difference. Having huge. a couple of trees over your house that that we give you shade makes mm-hmm. a huge makes a huge difference. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So and you guys, try it. I love try. your show. Oh, I love your show, and I listen to it every weekend. And thank you so much for taking my call. Well, absolutely. Thanks for the call. And by the way, we like your voice. Your <laughs> oh, husband's lying to you. Voice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're funny. And we never argue <laughs> with our wives cool. either. <laughs> <I know. laughs> We're celebrating our anniversary 32 years on Wednesday. God now, God. is it 32 years of wedded bliss, or are you just kind yes. of stuck together? Now, right. I told him after now, I got too much money invested in him. I'll have to keep him same. now. <laughs> same, same, same. He's an appreciating asset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I Thank say. Thank you so but much, Dora. I won't Dora. hold you up. Okay. God Thank bless you. Guys. you. Have Thank a wonderful you. day. Thank you so much, you sir. You too. Bye-bye. Appreciate Bye. it. All right. Let's, we've got a couple minutes left. Let's quickly go to Keith and Wyandotte. Good morning, Keith. You're on with the guys. Hi. Please turn off the radio in the background. Yes, okay, I'm going into the other room. Um, I really appreciate you guys' show. It, uh, I've learned so much and things that I didn't even know I needed to learn, I've learned, so thank you. Thank you. No and the um, reason I'm calling specifically is my son has a big yard in the back, and water gathers in one corner of it, and sometimes like two to three inches at a time, and trying to find a way to drain it. He's not successfully been able to 
drain it, and it, you know, mosquitoes gather and everything. And just wondering if we were to dig down, use some sort of a PVC or something to drain that. You know, I didn't know if you guys had any suggestions or any companies that might deal with that. Keith, you can either hang on during the break, or um, when we get back, we will talk about how he can take care of this. Whether you hang on or not, we'll make, be sure to talk about it. When we get back from break, we can definitely help out. Okay. I'll In the meantime, on. Chuck. Okay, great, Thanks, buddy. Keith. Great. In the meantime, a couple weeks ago, you and I went down to Kearns Brothers Studios in Plymouth, Michigan, yeah, and had a great conversation um, with Mike Kearns. And Mark Kramer. Yep, 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 yep. A lot of good people. A lot of good people. And one thing we just love about Kearns and all of our team partners, they take such pride in their work. They, they come out, they'll inspect it, they'll give you a fair estimate, and if you need a new roof, boy, you won't get a better job or a better warranty than from a company like Kearns Brothers. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the show, Laughing and Learning 24-7 at TheInsideOutsideGuys.com, The Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. Where else can you go where you can get over 80 years of combined housing experience to help you with your home? Um, is Keith still on with us? Yes. Okay, still Keith. Here. So what it sounds like on your son's uh, issue is he needs to do a French drain. Now you asked about how okay. to get rid of it how to get rid of it faster. There's a couple ways you can do this. Right where it's pooling at, you can do a French drain. Um, literally dig a hole, say three feet deep, two feet wide, fill it full of pea pebble about ninety percent of the way up. Then you put some fabric cloth over top of that and then dirt and seed. And that's going to take that water down to the aquifer faster. Now, if you want to do a little bit extra, if you want to do a little bit extra, you can make another French drain about 12 to 15 feet away, connect it with a PVC pipe, and put the cloth on both ends of that pipe. Basically, you do two holes. Halfway down, you put that pipe in. A slight angle going to the next one and make sure you put cloth so nothing can, no dirt can get inside those to plug it up. Yeah, and we like the idea of lining the hole with the filter cloth before you yes. backfill it with stone as well. You do. For the same reason. <laughs> it definitely won't hurt. Okay, and the, the type of cloth you're talking about would be what? You can get it at any landscape store or even at any of the big box stores in the landscape. Just just a filter cloth. Um, they have wo woven cloth okay. as well, yeah. yeah. And, and also, go online. You'll find plenty of examples, or send us an email. We'll help you out. But there's plenty of examples of how to do this. And the only thing is going to be as hard physically. It's not real tough to figure out. It's just, it just takes some time. Yeah. Okay. Something else well, you hey, can do before you really proceed with it. Help. And you helped me already in so many different ways, and I know so many others. So thank you for all you guys for what you do. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Keith. We greatly appreciate okay. it. All right, take care. Bye. All right, next let's talk to Ron in Fremont, Ohio. Good morning, Ron. You're on with the guys. I'm here. Good morning. 
Good morning, sir. How can we help you? Uh, have a water softener. Uh, been in the house about 40 years, and over time it uh, gets was getting to the point where it wasn't uh, making the water soft anymore. And it's I can set it for more regenerations or less generations, and I can set the amount of water that's going into it. Uh, wondering uh, if it's just shot and I need to get a new one, or should I play with it a little bit and see if I can get it washed out? Did, 40 years old, is that the age of your house or the softener? Both. <laughs> it's been wow. in the house since we built the house. I would have an expert come in. You know, we're going to have a gentleman on with us from 12 to 1 here who works in the southeast Michigan area, Jared Beauchamp. I think he'll go to northern Ohio. Uh, would they? Yeah. And take a look at the uh, bed because uh, it could be that they can replace the bed and literally it could function like new. But I, I depend on an expert to take a look at it and tell me that, and that's probably the likelihood after 40 years anyway. That's cool that it even still works. <laughs> yeah, Ron, so if you keep if you keep your um, radio tuned in from noon to 1, Jared Beauchamp from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions will be on. And uh, if you want to call back, get his opinion. But to us, like Chuck said, the new bed or a 40-year unit, it's I, I think it's time. Might be time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you say new bed, you lost me. Yeah, that that's the, what's actually called the cylinder. Is that the cylinder that's filled up with whatever it is? That's yeah, the material uh, in those exactly. Correct. Yeah. So it and what you're saying is you don't think that uh, uh, regenerating every night for a while will get it back to where it's working somewhat better uh might just as well go buy a new one the way it sounds well that's yeah. my opinion that'd be Chuck. mine too okay, I, I would i would think you know i've been literally the same position you're in or you know we stepped up to regeneration but if the bed's gone or it's literally full of material and can no longer effectively do its job then you're not going to gain anything o over time by just stepping up the number of regenerations. And, Bob, we apologize. we got to try to get one more call in before the end of this hour. Please listen in the next hour. We have Jared Beauchamp on with us. Okay, let's talk to Bob in Livonia. Good morning, Bob. You're on with the guys. Good morning. Quick question. You've helped me before, so I thank you. And as an aside, I'm still being trained after 47 years in a couple of days, <laughs> as my wife says. Excellent. So I'm, uh, I've got a metal door between the house and the garage. And I have a wooden frame that we had some construction, and it looks like it's making, or it is positively making the door harder and harder to close. So I can't seem to find anyone who's just willing to try to either shimmy or do something with the door frame itself rather than the door. Because my first thought, oh, just no problem, it's wood. And then I realized with my wife's knowledge, don't, don't forget, stupid guy, it's metal, not wood. So <laughs> And that happens. That's, that's fine. I don't mind being, you know, corrected. But I just can't find anybody. Do, can you give me a reference to someone? You might try uh, companies that do a lot of this kind of thing, like Handy Pro. Oh, okay. Uh, if you want a phone number, we can uh, give it to you real quick here. 
Could you please? Yes, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's 734-975-2453. And they're kind of a professional handyman service. Because it sounds like it's like a simple job, but... You know, I, I know I can't do it. So it's kind of like heart surgery. If you if you know what you're doing, it's simple. <laughs> if you if not, it's easy to mess up. <laughs> and I, yeah. yeah, and I'd rather have the guy who does it many many times than me and try Bless to, your heart. to do it. I, I just just get it done. I appreciate it. Thank no, you, you sound like a guy that's married a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as again um, what's the word Uh, still in training yes yep there you go we we all are sir (laughs) Bob thank you so much buddy good luck God bless you take care bye bye Hey, want to make sure everyone sticks around for the next hour. You know, we uh, if you didn't get a chance, go to the Detroit News. Take a look at our article yesterday. And one of the first things it says is you are what you absorb. Now, in that article, we talked a lot about indoor air quality and why if you're going to be stuck inside the house, you want to make sure you're breathing the best air possible. Please read that, everyone, because it really talks about all the things, all the household goods, all the carpets, anything you have in your house that can make you be breathing unhealthy air. unhealthy air. But for the next hour, we're going to be talking to everyone how important it is to be drinking good, clean, clear water for you and your family. We're going to have Jared Beauchamp from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions on for the next hour. Stick around with the Inside Outside Guys. This next segment of the Inside Outside Guys is brought to you by Atlas Home Improvement. 